You have to live within reality. You have to live within reality. Okay, so on page 133, I guess we'll start. <laughs> I got a, uh, a, long, a long voice note this morning. And uh, the person says to me, he says, in, in other chaburas that I've been giving over the past week or two, a few weeks actually, I've been talking about Amuna. In a different, different, this is Bitachon, that's, we're in the world of Amuna. I was discussing over there about Imuna Pshuta. Pashir Amuna. I'm a Pashir Yid. And I was talking about this different. This, it's not so Pashir to be a Pashir Yid, but it is Pashir at the same time. And I was talking about how a person has to learn to just start saying out loud, Ani Mamen. Ani Mamen. I'm a believer. There's no questions. Don't ask me, uh, how do I know there's a. Ani Mamen. Imuna Pshuta. So there have been people who are working on this, and I get a voice note this morning from one of these guys who's been listening, he's working on it. And he says, to, in all honesty, I've been listening to certain podcasts, and one of them is discussing, um, I don't know if he's a Buddhist himself, or he's t- talking about Buddhism or whatever, and he was saying how from there, you know, he was learning about how a person is supposed to, you know, detach from the eye, because all suffering is coming from the eye and you have to detach from it and it's a life of bliss and a life of calm and to say anima amin I am a believer seems to be you know you're, you're, you're bringing on suffering because you're putting the eye wherever there's an eye there's suffering there's ego you have to rid yourself of the eye this, this is the uh, I think the voice was actually one minute and two seconds which is which when it looks like 102 which is Gamache Muna, but it doesn't really mean anything. So what do, you, what do I send back to him? Use a different language. Okay, that's one, that's one way. So say, what's the question? Okay, there's one way. No, but he's asking, he's not just asking about the way he's saying it. He's under, trying to understand, I'm, I'm a believer. I mean, that's, that's, that's the truth. You're trying you to define... Me instead of I. Again, you're saying the same thing. It's not about, it's not a, that's not the answer. The answer is not about changing the Lushan. What's he missing? <laughs> we say Ani Mamen every day. That, that's the Lushan that we have every day after Davin. There's nothing wrong with the Lushan. What's the answer? He's missing the Makar of the eye. Where's, where he's coming from. No, let's let you, yeah. I mean, I'm trying. I am not I. I mean, I'm, I'm something that Kaddish Baruch Hu put into me to help me reconnect myself to... Not I, but 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 this is, this is this is more on the derech, but in, I'm, why am I bringing it up over here? I should be I should be talking about it in a different so in a different uh, chabur. What is what is bitachon? What's bitachon? Isn't bitachon detaching ourselves from results and expectations? When we say anima amin, we're really trying to get to the point. Moshe saying. Ani, if I'm really a believer, what do I believe? That there's a God who's running the world. Yes? Every single moment there's a Baryalim who's running every single thing that's happening. The I, when you look at it from the lens of Emunah, is not I, it's Ayin. Right? You switch around the letters from Ani to Ayin. What does Ayin mean? Ain, Ayin is nothing. When I say I believe, I believe... 
that there's a Bari Olam and I'm in a certain way nothing. If he's the Bari Olam, he created the world, he created me, he's creating every single event that's happening, this is Emuna, Emuna 101, then what am I? I'm humbled by that. Correct? No? Why is Moshe Rabbeinu the An of Mikol Adam? He understood what? He should be the biggest Balgaiv if he understood everything. No, 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 no because he understood He understood that everything that he had came from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So he knew the most, the most that he's nothing. That's another one. Not in a bad way. He was the most powerful Jew we ever had. Because when you say, Ani Ma'amin, I believe in a Bari Olam, you're saying, and it's not me. What's Betachan? It's all a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and it's for the best. Right? Betochen then takes Hashgacha Pratis to the next Madrega. Emunah is, everything comes from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He creates everything. He does everything. But sometimes there's pain and suffering with that. Because I don't want that. I get it. It's from God. But I don't, I don't like that. I'm suffering. Betochen says, train, we have to train ourselves. 2.0 is, but it's for my best. Even if I don't see it. Even if it's against logic. And even if it's not for this moment, maybe it is, maybe it's not, maybe it's from a past moment, maybe it's for the next moment. It's, we, we drop the logic. We are detaching ourselves. In Yiddishkeit, we, of course we're detaching ourselves, but from what? From expectations, from results. Nobody can create a result in this world. It's impossible. We're going to get to it more. You cannot create results. You can put all your effort in up to the point but ultimately, Kaddish Baruch is the one who decides. He's the one who makes it happen for our best. Whether we put all the efforts in and it goes, it goes is from him. Or we put all of our efforts in and it doesn't go. It doesn't go is from him. I did everything I could do. I made the phone calls, I made this, I went there, I did this, I did all the things I did. I piled up all the paperwork and I submitted it. Now what? If it goes or doesn't go, that's not up to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So if you hold on to expectations, if you hold on to the results, good luck. I guess if it goes, you'll be happy. And if it doesn't go, you're going to be going crazy. But then that's, that's, that's you holding on. That's, that's called gaiva. That's called you're not believing in a Kaddish Baruch Hu making the decisions for you at the end of the day to decide what's best for you. So when we, when we talk about detachment, that's a Buddhist term, but Yidin, we're the, the shores of detachment. Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Yitzchak was ready to give up his life. Because he believed and he trusted in a Kaddish Baruch that's much greater than him. And then I went on Vaita. Does, does that make sense to everybody? Not that you're really nervous about Buddhists, but we have to understand this is, this is Emunah Mutaka 101. You questions? You're not, you're not satisfied. You're scratching the forehead there. <laughs> that would be worse. I'm trying to think. That's a good stretch suit. I'm trying to think how that. I'm trying to give how that exactly answers his sincere question. So his his sincere question seems to be is that well, if suffering comes from living with I, we have to detach from the I, and then there's no suffering. So to say I am a believer, well then there's going to be suffering attached to that because there's I. The question. If I would sp- spoken to him, I could have broken him down even without that because it's not even 
what I'm a believer really means. But it gave me an opportunity to give him a, a shot of a moon and be talking properly. When we say, I am a believer, I trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, if we understand the whole sugya, we're not, it's really not I. We're really coming to a bittel. And the greatest bittel. Not just whatever nature does, it does, and I don't want, and I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to separate myself from nature. Celibacy, I'm going to stay away from everything. Adarabu. A Jew with a Muni can live in the world with everything and happily and calm if he detaches himself from his expected results, his desires. The ultimate desire is to desire what a Kaddish Baruch wants. That's the ultimate Ratzon. And if you have that Ratzon, you're going to live a happy life. It doesn't matter what happens to you. Because if you can really download that I want what a Kaddish Baruch wants, so what's, what's wrong in this world? Nothing. And you could be, and people could be happy when they're sick, not very sick, but you could be happy with a headache. You could be happy when the day doesn't go the right way or what you expected, right? What does it mean not the right way? It's always because you expected it to go a different way. There's never a wrong way. It's an avoda. It's not easy. But that's what we're trying to get to. Yeah, does it make sense? People, people, they hold on. I, this is this is the avoda. You, you hold on for dear life to your what you think is the right way. I know that's how we've been living for all our years. That's how we're born. We're human beings. We have a brain. We have an ego. We have an id. We have a guy. Whatever you want to call it, we have everything. And now some guy, you know, somebody was saying some book from a thousand years ago. But yeah, but that's not really the right way. It's hard. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Do you know what a carve out is? A who? Carve out. Okay, I mean, so, so carve out maybe? is in certain deals you may make in any kind of business deal. Let's say we have an agreement. Or let's say real estate, you're a broker. Um, and, and I wanted to sell my house through you. And so you say, okay, I have I, anybody that I bring you, um, you have to pay me commission if the sale goes through. So that's another there's a carve out because I'm already talking to these three people. So if those three people, if the, if the sale goes through through these three people, that then then I don't have to pay you commission because I'm already talking to them before I sign my contract with you. So it was based on the conversation that we had just a couple of days ago, and you sent me some shiurim to help with something. I was in this exact sugi. I was thinking, yeah, I, I I want all these things, but I have my carve outs in which I you know like there's one thing that I want to keep on to my kfira keep hold of my fear with these three things. I just want to hold on to these because those are just too hard right now to give up. So, okay, well, that's, well, I want to do your I want to even vattle myself. And it's, it's very sincere. It, I'm one, but you know what? I, there's a couple of things I just can't let go. That, and then that, that basically blows the whole thing to smithereens. But it's the beginning, at least you know. Knowing is yeah, half the battle. I've known this for a year. Oh. Well, two years or three years. It's I think it, everything he just said is right, except for the last sentence. That everything blows it to smithereens. Like if you would have stopped right there, I would have agreed with you completely. But it doesn't blow it. Just no, because, because the thing have... is, if you want, if you if you say, I believe in in, in everything. So that's the struggle. I believe, I believe in everything that Akoshi Boku says. Chutz me this mitzvah. What are you called? Kofer, No. I don't believe in this. I this I don't believe in this Indian. You call the Kofer, No. You believe in it. You just struggle with with. with you know, the execution of... He's changing the way you're saying, which is no, important. I, I, no, I like, I, I hear this, but, but I've been told all my life that if, if you know, if I mean, I mean, 613 times, 612 times, excuse me, but this, nah. Not. 
I guess this. We'll have to. I'm not. Ex, I don't exactly know what you're referring I, I, to, but I like, I like your interpretation. But we'll have to. We'll have to talk later. Everyone has a struggle, a, 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 a milchama. So you, you have you believe that's and you believe right, but there's a, a, a part where you keep falling short, where you you feel. But like you're saying, the fact that you fell short of that last thing that blows it up to smithereens, but that's not true. It's just, you have to keep on fighting that that battle for that that particular item. Not not. Yeah, we not, gotta get you into some wrestling. We gotta get into some wrestling. <laughs> You need... exactly, exactly, actually. <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. That's exactly what Daniel's saying. <laughs> no, but you, you do need other aspects because it, it, these are hard avodas. And, and to right. just go right into it, you do need Arabi Nachman and Shemyesh. And you do need a Chabad. And you need all these other tools and pieces of advice to help you stay on this path. The path we got, just to actualize it, execute, is not easy. It comes with a lot of Yetzirahs, mostly up here. Come out all of them. And then some. Yeah. Okay, so that was the uh, beginning conversation for today. Wait, did we do... Did we do the first two paragraphs on 133 last time? Yeah. I I, I probably ran through it, but... uh, It's it's an easy read. You could read it. Okay, let's, let's go to this next part. It's a new part of the sugya here. But again, these, these concepts that be chazering over and over again, like what I was just talking about with, with Emunu Itachan and, and detaching from results, this is, this is part of the basics that have to be reviewed again and again and again. All, it's hard to say all, I don't like to say that ever, but a large number, kimat all, suffering. I'm not talking about physical suffering. Physical suffering is when you're in pain. Suffering, which most often is in the mind and the emotions, is coming because you had certain expectations. Whether it be sunny outside and it's raining, whether you wanted to go do something but you have a pain in your elbow, whatever it is, and you can't do it. So it's not the phys- there's physical pain, but then there's suffering because now you can't do what you wanted to do because of the- and you mix it all together. But when a person learns to, to live with the world of Bittal, coming from a Munabitachan, because I believe and I trust that this is exactly how it's supposed to be, so then you don't need to suffer. It's a big, it's so important. Because you have people listening to these, I'm going back over it again, but you have people listening to these podcasts now, or wherever they're getting information from, Buddhists and Hindus or whatever they're listening to, or Rebbe's told us Meissim, and I even heard more Meissim of good Jewish boys listening to priests and Galichs and and, uh, you know, Yashka says this, Yashka says that, and that sounds great. Judaism didn't teach that to me. This is, this is, a, this is, this is, this is a problem. And everything Yashka said was, I'm not saying, I don't even know anything that he said really that much, but guaranteed all the good things he said came from, you know, when he was learning, you know, uh, Mishnayis when he was younger or something. Well, that, that line that that boy said to Rabbi in the room over there was, because the priest told me that God loves me. Nobody's that was one of the lines. That was one of the lines. But unfortunately, there's many lines. Like, like what this person was telling to me. Uh, Buddhism, detachment, that's kvaldic, it's sweet. D- detachment's in here. Hashem loves me. It's all in here also. Most things are in... Emes, living life happily and properly, if you go with the Chavos Lovas, Shabbat but also his other Sharam, you're going to live a good, happy life if you learn it and you and you live his life. This is the way a yid is supposed to live. Also, Masil's Yishar, Masil's Yishar, all those things also. I'm not saying one or the other. But 
To live with Chobos Levavos, if you see more, that's his whole goal. That there's a bar olam, you can have your cake and eat it too. If you live truly with the Kodesh Baruch It's not Chassidus. Chobos Levavos has been around a thousand years, plus years. So you have to just remember that it all comes, it's really all, it's all, we have it all. We have to just know how to carve it out. Okay, page 133. <clears throat> the author continues by discussing the cases in which God gives a person wealth for the sake of providing for others. So get ready if you're a boss or a father. Or here we go. Page 134. Sometimes the Creator, page 133, sometimes the Creator directs the sustenance of many people through one person in order to test Him. So if you're a boss, if you're a manager, if you're a father who has a wife and kids, if you have anybody that you're also supporting, taking care of in any means, in any way, again, supporting them financially, food, clothing, whatever it may be, let's get it clear. In order to test him, it is a test. For my own stuff, my own personal needs, we already learned in the last, that was already the last part. Kaddish guarantees me what I need personally. Clothing, food, shelter, and I could trust in him for that. So I'm good. I'm very happy. But sometimes the Kaddish Baruch gives you more money, more positions. He wants you to get married and have children and have a wife. But then what's all that extra needed support? It's a test. If he is serving God or rebelling against him. Now this reminds us to what? Why we even start Parnas in the first place? Shabbat Tachem taught us very clearly. Why does a person go and do Ishtadlis? Two reasons. To test us and to keep us out of trouble. That's the real reason. Otherwise, a Kodesh Baruch could take care of us, our simple needs in, in, a, in a million ways. But he wants us to grow. He wants us to be Bali Bitachan. He wants us to be Bali Avoda. That's what truly brings happiness. You work on that when you're doing your Ishtadlis, whatever that Ishtadlis is. Going to work, doing whatever you have to do, bringing out your best kochos. It's all a test. So, so too, if you are a boss of other people and you have to support them, ultimately, who's the supporter? Kodesh Baruch, not you. But it becomes your responsibility. And therefore, it's a test. If he is serving God or rebelling against them. And we're going to explain. Now listen to what he says. Such a test is among the most difficult of all trials and temptations for a person. To be a boss of other people, you are put into a tremendous nisayon. What's, what's the, the biggest nisayon over here? Keep the money for yourself. Keep money for yourself. Or are you God? Or is God God? Because when now you, it's on you to support these people. So there, therefore, first of all, it's, my, it's, it's on me. Therefore, if I provide for them, 
they better turn back to me, because it's me, it's I. I'll decide what you need. Now you have all this shlita, you have all this control. If you're not an onav, like one of the biggest midas that a, that a king needs to be, David HaMelech, you need an ava. You have to remember that you're actually not the boss, there's a boss above you. Because if it's left to your own will, how many kings, look at Hanachashverosh, you know, look at, look at the, the kings, even the kings of, unfortunately, Yisrael, Achav and others, the power, the desire, it could, it could destroy other people, it could destroy you. So such a test is among the most difficult of all trials and temptations. And a person has to know, then we'll just, we'll just jump into this right now. With bitachon, with bitachon, it is not so simple that when the company says, we want to give you a raise or a, a better, higher position, you're waiting your whole life. You want to be the manager? You want to be the CFO, CEO, whatever it is. In America? With a, with a non-bitachon mind? Of course. I'm waiting, this is my whole life. I've been waiting for this. More money. That's basically what it comes out to. Or more COVID. But if you really have truly bitachon, it's not so simple. It's an isayun. Do I, do I, if a person, mamish needs the money, that's not what we're talking about here. Person, he has what he needs. He has what he needs. And he supports his wife and his kids. You know, you've been working already 20 years. And then they offer you the position. Is it so pasha to take it? With bitachon, you're entering into a nisayim. A big, big nisayim. It's not so pasha. Right? Everything has to run through a bitachon. If you wanted to, you don't have to. But if you want to be able to take a position which comes with, generally, comes with stress and anxiety, right? When you now where you have to support other people and your decisions mean a lot for a lot of people. So everybody says, okay, it's worth it for the money, it's worth it. Not every time, obviously, but, but when it comes to be talking, maybe it's not appropriate. A person has to know, it's not so simple. Kemel Shumatrif, Chelu Vavodu, Vechinasarim, Vero, Hemelech, Vahasagonim. An example of such a person would be a king who provides for his army and his servants, similarly ministers, advisors to the king, and their deputies who are surrounded by groups of servants, assistants, officials, wives, and relatives for whom they make efforts to pursue means of amassing wealth through both good and bad ways. That's a big, it's a big the king has a, a lot of a lot of people have to support. But everybody has people to support. The foolish among them make three mistakes. These are the mistakes. Before we start, when you have pressure to support others, right, automatically, if you have not been working on bitachon, it's going to come with anxiety, worry, right, that, that's the pressure, all that whole world. There's going to be a whole world resting on your shoulders. Now, when people are in a, in a pressure cooker, right, sometimes it creates holes, it pops, what are the pops, the inappropriate pops? The first mistake is in the manner in which he amasses wealth. I have to, I have to make money. 
I have to keep the kingdom going. I have to keep this place going. I gotta. I have to do whatever it takes. Now, whatever it takes, he obtains that which the Creator has decreed for him to take through bad and shameful means. HaKadosh Baruch has decided already if you're going to be able to support these people. It's up to him. And if it's the proper position for you and you worked out through Bitachon, then HaKadosh Baruch will take care. But if you feel the pressure, <clears throat> you feel the is, you don't have the trust, then you have to, you have to pay. Whatever it means. Shameful, bad and shameful ways. What's the difference between bad and shameful? So look at the bottom here. Page 134, the last note. Through bad and shameful ways, shameful refers to, to occupations that disgrace the person, even though they are permitted according to the Torah. You might take inappropriate positions, or you might not do things against the Torah, but you might be mean, you might be pushy, right? Because you're, you're aggravated, so you're going to let it out on other people. It's shameful. Bad refers to occupations or means of obtaining wealth that involve violating Torah law. Or being in a job that you cut corners, a little bit of Geneva, whatever it is. Right? However it comes. It could be mamish against the Torah or against the Ruach, Ruach of Torah. Whether it means halacha, midos. <clears throat> Were you to make efforts to obtain it by employing permissible and appropriate means, if you would have stayed calm, he would have had trust with everything that we've been learning. He would still achieve his wants and desires. He'd be able to support those who he needs to support. Simultaneously, he would have managed to uphold his Torah observance while doing well in his worldly matters. And he would not be lacking anything from that which the Creator decreed from him. Sometimes, this has to be worked through properly. Sometimes, if it's talking about employees, you might have to let an employee go. Kids, we don't let the kids go. But when it comes to employees, he's not, you know, he's, not, he's not beneficial to the company. It could be that he's making the company lose money. Maybe you shouldn't be forcing it. Maybe you shouldn't be stressing. You shouldn't be stressing ever, but maybe this guy has to get a cut. What does Muna Mitachin say about it? I remember the first time we learned this, this was years ago, a guy, I remember at the time, he, was, he had to fire somebody and he wanted to work it out. Sometimes, sometimes there's a person on your staff that shouldn't be there, so therefore you have this extra pressure because he's not even supposed to be there. And a Kaddish would say, listen, if it's appropriate, you have to work it out. I'm not telling anybody to fire anybody. But it could be you have to let the person go and then don't forget, this person also has to trust in a Kaddish Baruch You don't tell him that. Hey, buddy. Money you go because really you need to work on your trust. But it has to be done, it has to be done properly. It's not, I'm not saying it's not a simple matter at all. Not a simple matter at all, especially dealing with Jews. It's the worst thing. It's, uh, I can't even imagine. So sometimes you hold on to a person you put them, and you just put them on your shoulders. But sometimes if it's going to destroy you, you have to know. You have to ask. You have to ask. Uh, you know, a psak. Maybe it's kedai. Maybe it's not kedai. I'm not. I'm not the balshemtiv. I know. I heard stories of tzaddikim. They could do it. Again, it's it's everything can be up for a discussion through through muna bitachon. Can be. And if bitachon, if it comes out according to muna bitachon that you're supposed to let him go, that's what a kaddish baruch wants from you. Then trust him, kaddish baruch and this is what you have to do. And you can't beat yourself up over it. 
if that's what you need to do. But again, you need to really work it, work it through. Don't come out here today and just start like axing people because I'm pressured, so I'm just going to cut off, you know, two hundred thousand dollars and you know in salaries to make myself feel better. That's that's vicious. Has to be done appropriately. All the wealth, page one thirty five. All the wealth that a person amasses that he could provide for others would have reached those people one way or another. Right? Either through you or maybe another way. Maybe somebody's grandmother is going to get ill and pass away and then leave this guy an inheritance. Because Akadosh Baruch really is the one who takes care of everybody, not you. You have to do what you have to do appropriately with Ishtadlis, with Bitochem. That means to stress out over this would be a breach of bitachon. You have to, it's, or I said in some of the chaburs, I'm going to say it again for my air conditioning guy. I'll quote him: "It's it's your responsibility, but it's not your fault." Because he, he said it the other way. He was saying it's my fault. It's not my fault, but it's my responsibility. It's a big line. It's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. There's a lot of things in life that Kadosh Baruch runs the world. He does things that we can't control, like all the time. We just think we can control. So you have to understand that it's not my fault, but it is my responsibility. That's, you, you can't become a, oh, it's, Kodesh Baruch runs the world. Uh, I can just sit in my bed and it's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. No, no, no. It is, it is your responsibility. But it's not your responsibility to stress. It's not your sp- responsibility to worry. That's your, that's your choice. That's your Bechira. It's your responsibility to do the shtadlis like Kodesh Baruch wants. At the same time, trust. And therefore, you take your responsibility seriously, happily. Seriously, not intensely. Take it seriously. You don't have to be intense. Like where you're... That's, that's also... It's too much. That means you're taking too much on your shoulders. That's what intensity is. No? I think. Serious. What is it? In, 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 Ernst? No. What's Ernst in Yiddish? Seriously. Sincerely. Sincerely. Oh, what does it mean? Oh, I me mean, seriously, okay. That's what, we, that's what we want to be. All the wealth that a person amasses that he can provide for others would have reached those people one way or another. That's part of our bitachon. It is a grave mistake to think that he needs to engage in inappropriate methods of obtaining their livelihood when he could have done so in a permissible and appropriate manner. What happens in these situations that your covet comes in if you can't provide for these people, so then you feel that they're looking down upon you. And all that inner insecurity stuff comes out. It's difficult stuff to work on. Right? If a person hasn't worked on himself, it could be jealousies. That guy is able to manage his guys, but I'm not able to manage my guys. A lot of midos issues arise when it comes to this. That's where a lot of the suffering comes from. A lot of the stress, not just the money course the money but the money brings out all this depth all this deep stuff that we haven't yet worked through but as we discussed before and we can discuss again and we'll continue to discuss that proper bitachon also helps mute chesronus and armidos yes I have issues I do have insecurities but I trust that the Kaddish Baruch is one who gave me them and I want to work on them and therefore even though this situation triggers my insecurity but bitachon comes and neutralizes that insecurities all these things are without a Kaddish Baruch Hu. what does the word bitachon mean in modern Hebrew 
security. Right? Isn't that what I mean? So the ultimate security and to help a person's insecurities, I guess is a bigger topic. I didn't mean to get into it, but, but the way to fix insecurities and insecurities are the deepest, most raw parts of a person he doesn't even know exist. But every time you get upset about something, it's because of an insecurity. You have to just find it. But Bitochem can neutralize that. The security, you put that in there. Because insecurities are all God, man-made. They're man-made. They're not God-made. You have to just find it and realize, whoa, there's a Baruch. He runs the world. I trust in him. It's okay. Yeah, sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes everybody does things that don't look amazing. But no, no. I tried. Doing my best. Keeping the Torah mitzvahs. I'm doing what a Kaddish Baruch wants. It's better to look, right? It's better to look proper in the eyes of Hashem and be crazy in everybody else's eyes than look proper in the eyes of everybody else and be crazy in the eyes of Hashem. Right? We take upon ourselves inappropriate means, shameful ways, bad ways, going against the Torah, going against mitzvahs. Why are you doing that? So we look proper in the eyes of the world, but we're looking crazy in the eyes of Hashem. With bitachon, we care about Hashem's eyes. It's the only eyes that matter. And sometimes a person needs to be embarrassed. Sometimes you're, you're a little bit off the path. Right? We've discussed this. Sometimes you're off the derech. Whatever, whatever way. And sometimes you need a, a little bit of a, you know, a patch to get back on the derech. It's only for our best. So being embarrassed sometimes, making mistakes, failing, which by the way is inevitable that everybody will. It's impossible that there's a person who doesn't. So just like we said, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, it would be crazy for a person to think it's going to be sunny every single day, sunny and 72 degrees. That would be insane to think such a thing. And then when it's not sunny and not 72, you, go, you get upset. Why is it raining today? <clears throat> D- Sir, if we told you on January 1st how many rainy days would there be, you would tell us the amount. I mean, you know there's go- it's going to rain. It's inevitable. Correct? It's just partial logic. Same thing. You think you're never going to fail? You think you're never going to be embarrassed? You think you're always going to be perfect? You're insane. You're a crazy person if you think that. No? We don't think it actively. We, it's, just in the back, it's just in the back of our mind. Which is a problem. Because if we realize how insane we are thinking that, it would actually help us get out of that. You're going to make mistakes. With your wives, with your kids, with work, with a Kaddish Baruch with your friends, with your Rebbe, you're going to make mistakes. Who doesn't? And you know what? It's okay. Because it's just to get you back into the, into the right place. We're humans. It's part of the, the human test that the Kodesh created for all of us. So, if you have you know, that understanding that we are humans, at the same time, there's a Bari Olam who we could trust so we can make mistakes and get back up. If you're only human, you're going to make mistakes and not get back up. Right? But if you're human with bitachon, you could fall down and get back up. Isn't that right? How do people who, who don't have trust in the Kaddish how do they get back up after they fall? After some time, eventually, you get up. That's part of life also. You get back up eventually. But the Kaddish Baruch Hu, you get up faster and stronger. And you don't have to go through the suffering of falling down. Ein Shem Yesh, Ba'olam Klal, Bitafel.
Shalom continue. Till next week.